everybody, and welcome to the 320 Club podcast. Why is it called the 320 Club? Well, 420 was already taken and happy hour is happening somewhere else. Alright, so we've got another batch of wee drams coming your way. These drams were recorded after we recorded episode 39, Don't Waste a Good Crisis. Topics were kind of all over the place, so I'm calling this particular series the 320 International Crisis Center, uh, and which involved myself, whiskey, gin, and cognac. Disclaimer, this is not an actual crisis center, but because we were all rather inebriated by this point in our recording, it may make you feel better. Subjects include millennials, or blaming millennials, uh, comparing healthcare systems, investment, and how whiskey looks like Kiefer Sutherland. Apologies for the poor sound quality in certain parts. We were doing video conferencing on Skype instead of just audio, which uh, may have made it sound somewhat more choppy in parts. Anyway, enjoy! It hasn't started recording yet. Calm your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Say again. So the Leafs won't be last this year. No, no. It'll be the one year. But the Raptors will be two years in a row, baby. Yeah, well, you can't You can't not be the champions. Yeah. I can't, I've literally drank a whole bottle of wine. What is happening so to me? Where, where, where's, you your back, to where's your bottle. backup? Where's your backup? Here, uh, whiskey. Come on, England. Whiskey yeah, sends what, your video yeah, up. Yeah, this is the whiskey. Oh this is God. the wine that, Yeah, that's the wine he makes. That's <laughs> just one cabinet. How this much is, of that is dandelion wine? Because uh, there's we like know how that goes. Of, three bottles of that left. So for our listeners, uh, whiskey just showed his camera. You guys won't be able to see uh, for your benefit and for ours. Um, uh, whiskey just showed us a, a view of all the wine that he makes. It's got to be like a hundred bottles at least. One hundred forty-four in that rack. One hundred and forty-four. Holy smokes! That's He's been coronavirus panic buying. You're the reason why no one else has any nice wine. No, 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 Jin. You, you don't, you don't understand. He makes it all himself. This is why the la- uh, two episodes was called Preppers and Panickers because he's the prepper. Ah, he's been years. He's been doing this for years, and he's the one who, when everybody was laughing at him, he's now the one laughing, saying, "I told you so." Yeah, you fucking, you fucking idiots thought I was crazy growing chickens and and buying flour, but you know, yeah. My daughter loves sourdough pancakes. I don't know if you made sourdough pancakes. They're I don't even know what that divine. is. I live in La Belle Province. We eat crepes or nothing. You gotta you stop gotta saying cr- that with pride. You live in La Belle Province. La Province. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! So it, picture like the best donut in the world. That's what a that's what a good sourdough Boston pancake cream. tastes like. Yeah, without the jizz in the middle. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, fair. Fair you sound like well such made. a Londoner. Like the Londoner, like, oh, sourdough bread and avocado and toast. That's what you sound like. <laughs> no, that's, that's for vegans. That's for vegans only. You just got so. called a hipster by me? a Brit. A hipster <laughs> vegan Londoner. You haven't seen me kill shit too either. You gotta understand, you gotta understand a gin, a hipster vegan Londoner is like the rest of you think of Torontonians. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're the worst <laughs> rocks come on man how hard is the oh, name rocks. i hang out with rocks anyway what my name was spoken <laughs> <laughs> okay so i got something here for you this is some uh prime uh this is something we talked about a little bit before but uh 
we were talking a little bit about generational gaps and that kind of thing. And one thing uh, that came up was uh, a post. It comes from a fellow named Jamar King. And it's talk- he's talking about millennials. And I'll read the post and you guys go ahead and comment afterwards. The idea says, a note to society. Please stop saying that millennials are behaving irresponsibly and risking the spread of the virus by spring breaking in Florida. Most of us millennials are in our 30s, haven't had college spring break in about 8 to 12 years, have bad backs, and are sitting in our makeshift home offices trying to teach our older colleagues how to video conference. I don't know who those kids on the beach are, but it's not us. Our student loan debt wouldn't even allow us to take a week-long spring break trip. Hashtag put some respect on our name. I need to interject for a second to just say that whiskey's got a solid Keeper Sutherland vibe going on. Um, Care to expand on that? uh, An impressive Widow Peak, a solid five head, but also just like looks like he knows what's going on uh, and is judging us all accordingly for not. Like anyone who watched Kiefer Sutherland in 24 will be able to attest to you. Actually, that's who you look like. That's your celebrity clone. Mine is probably some B list porn star. Uh, yours is, is, is Canadian porn star. <laughs> Are those a thing? Uh, so immediate B list. Hey, listen, listen, by the way, Kiefer Sutherland's father or grandfather did great things for the NDP. So let's not take that away. I'm, yeah, but I'm, bra- NDP, I'm a brunette so. with you know with the random holes in the hairline. <laughs> <laughs> what remains is brunette. <laughs> listen, listen. It's got more bang than I'd actually have hair on the top. Hey, if you yeah, you haven't sorted the plugs yet, so you're doing all right, mate. No, I go all natural, and I went to work this week, so I like shaved before I went because I didn't have any other ability to get a haircut. <laughs> So you're not, gonna, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna remove ass crack hairs to make yourself uh, uh, an acceptable hairline. Not even gonna go there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so back to your point about millennials. Uh, fuck you, boomers. That's all I have to say about that. There's other generations. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people out there who are blaming millennials on a lot of this. They're criticizing millennials who are partying down in fucking Miami on spring break or whatever. But nobody is talking about the elder generation who are still playing cards with all their friends well, this in is the same location. So my point from earlier when we weren't recording is that the the responsible thing for Florida to have done would have been to close the bars like literally everyone else. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and McDo's. And Macdo's, yeah, obviously. Rotten Ronnie's, that's another word for it. I believe you will find it's called Le Macdo. Um, but it's, it, yeah, if they'd have closed everything down, people wouldn't have been out in public regardless. And I find it ironic that now that spring break is over and they've taken everyone's money, they're now trying to ban people from Louisiana from coming into their states so it doesn't spread coronavirus. Unreal. It's okay. If their weight's not going to get them, the corona will. But Louisiana, remember, was the state that had to get a football coach from the University of Louisiana, I believe, on TV to tell people to stay home and wash their hands because no one believed their governor. So America's fucked. Oh, super fucked. Jin, what do you think? I've got such little knowledge about American geography that I have no idea what you're talking about. 
We're talking about the, <laughs> so, we're talking about the so, deep south. We're talking about like your Cornwall. It's so irrelevant <laughs> to me, to be honest. But all I know is that the coronavirus is in America is accelerating, so they're fucked. Yeah, and they have no public health care system because that'd be socialism. I, I find that so hard to understand. I come, I'm a naive British person, but we have a national health service that you're just born in the UK, you just go to a hospital, you get fixed, you come home. It's really hard to understand that they'd be like, no, you cannot come in here because you have no insurance. It's just yeah, bizarre. How do, how do no, no, no. So, so then, so, no, no, poor, no poor. stop, 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 stop. So, so the way it works over there is that you get free you get you can get emergency service so they can't decline you from an emergency service yeah. um however once you're stabilized they can re-transfer you to a free hospital or a charity hospital but what happens a lot of the time is they'll actually just dump you in front of the old hospital and, and not get treatment and the way it works is if you have any kind of credit they will loan you the money quote unquote and as long as you pay some of the money you're okay the the thing yeah the thing is primarily it's a it's a lobbying bit by the insurance agency so everyone has private insurance in the united states um primarily provided through their employer some people pay it themselves um the problem is right now that a lot of people no longer have an employer um, so the amount of uninsured people has increased dramatically. Um, but the other, like, like, like whiskey said, like, they're not going to, if you go in there with a, with a broken femur, they're not going to be like, well, fucking walk it off, mate. Like they're going to fix it, but you could be on the hook for a no, bill no, no, no. For, they'll for stabilize. Well, they'll set it. it. They'll set it. Yeah. They'll set it. So you're not going to die. If you don't um, need surgery. <laughs> yeah, if you need surgery, you're you're up shit's crick. But like, they'll also like there. There's cases of the U.S. where people were were given a single ibuprofen and charged $160 for said ibuprofen because um, medical insurance is such an industry there that the medical insurance firms would negotiate that down and blah 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 blah. But you as an individual don't necessarily have that clout or power to do so. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you get for having a country run by lobbyists and lawyers. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Come at me. Oh, uh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. But, like, I, 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 know that, I know that this sounds weird for uh, Jen in the UK because they have a 500-year-old um, classism, class, class system to keep the poor in their place. Um, the Americans had to invent their own. <laughs> no, they inherited it. They, they just... I'm sorry. That was an audible head smack on my part. <laughs> we have a lovely national health service where no matter where you're from, no, not necessarily no matter where you're from, that's wrong. Um, if you're born in the UK, then you can, whatever class you're from, you can get treated the same as anyone else. It's good. No, that's not true. No. No. Okay. I don't think when the Prince Prince George Prince George was born, I don't think he had the same health care as everybody else. 
No, no, you can actually pay your way to the front of the line in the NHS, which is not a system we have in Canada. You just have to pay your way into the Mayo Clinic to go to the front of the line in the U.S. No, it's the exact same system. (laughs) It's the exact same system. If you're rich in Canada, you just go to the front of the queue in America. You can't pay your way in the NHS. Prince George is born in a private Lindo wing, which is the private hospital. Exactly. So paid your paid his way. <laughs> so you have a tiered system. I don't understand how you don't understand that. No, because our NHS so is really good. Ours is really good too, as long as you're willing to wait. But if you're not willing and, to wait, and, you, and well, you have you go to America. You know, in Canada, but you, you, the, the 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 line is is if you have an illness that aligns with everybody else's illness, then it's well covered. If you have a rare one, you're not. And you're, you're up Shit's Creek, yeah. You're up Shit's Creek in Canada. So my daughter, she just got diagnosed this week. Uh, she has a genetic disorder with only 26 other people in the world that have been diagnosed with. So life is interesting for us. Um and the treatments that we and, and the drug costs that we pay are not um, typical. So would, when um, Kathleen Wynn came out with the the medical all the free medical coverages that we got, life was pretty good. When Doug Ford came in, life got very interesting and expensive for us. But that's just, cyclical, right? So when I when I was a kid, my my brother he's two years younger than me. My brother was born with. Um, essentially three quarters of a heart, but one quarter was already necrotic. Um, so it had to be amputated. He had three open heart surgeries before he was two years old. At the end of the day, my parents decided to fly him to the Mayo Clinic to get to become one of the early recipients of what is now a common thing called the Fontaine procedure, invented by Dr. Fontaine, um, which essentially stints artificially in aorta. Uh, anyway, a lot of medical stuff that I'm not going to pretend to understand. But he was one of the early um, recipients of this. And I believe still the youngest um, recipients of it at like three years old. My parents were on the hook for, in a, in a country with a national health service like Canada, my parents are still on the hook for upwards of $250,000 of medical bills in 1991 dollars. Yeah, so... My parents, I remember the day that my brother came home from school. I think he was in grade nine because it was about a year before I went off to to university. And my mom held him super tight and said, we finally own you again because they'd finally paid off their bills. Yeah. Gosh, that's why I'm so proud of the National Health Service because obviously you say you went private, you could get faster treatment but actually all this sort of stuff is free like you could go like i mean i dislocated my shoulder last summer i had it put back in place in a and e i have physio all that completely free i mean obviously we pay for it in taxes but i think it's such a good system that if anyone can go to hospital they get treated they get fixed do you pay for your room though because that's what got my brother's cost skyrocketing was the room no if you go to the nhs it's free so we pay. So if you have to stay overnight in Canada, you pay for your room and you pay um, a no, certain no, no, percentage you pay, of you, pharmacy. You can, you can try and pay for a private room. Provided yeah. the hospital has capacity. I spent forty five. Yeah, you can stay in a ward in forever. And yeah. November of last year in the hospital. And whiskey will make sure everybody knows that nothing is free. 
Um, I think this is actually a really good discussion, though, like in terms of because one comment that I've heard um, was the difference between let's just take the Canadian example and the American example as like contrasting uh, things. One being, you know, one system is better suited for um, for benefiting the masses, you know, the lower and middle classes, whereas the other is more suited to benefiting the upper class but may have better quality care because ultimately it pays better um, for doctors working in that field. Um, yes. So no, I don't know. If you're, but if hold you're on, rich in America, the hospital will keep you alive longer than in Canada. Uh, Go ahead, Whiskey. If, if you can pay for it. I mean, but the, the reality is, is kind of interesting. Like, because the, the U.S., they want fair competition. They don't want the taxes to go up. Uh, you know the Tea Party, the Boston Tea Party, kind of spelled all that things, all those things out. But realizes that most people in America have a bill to a medical facility, which is perpetual, Obscene, and it's, yeah. it, it took them decades, almost a generation, to pay off. Now, it's kind of interesting if you think about it. What is a tax? A tax is something you sort of pay in perpetuity, all the way along. And here, his parents have been paying a tax. So what's the diff, yo? I'm I'm going to take the controversial stance that I actually like taxes. Um, not like to, yeah. not like to the extent system. not to the extent we pay them in the DPRQ. Um, uh, sorry, the Democratic People's Republic of Quebec, where we pay upwards of forty five percent income tax for no discernible benefit. But I do like you know. <laughs> police on the roads and roads and you know city water etc etc there are there are benefits to taxes but um and and i agree with you completely whiskey um that if if you're caught into paying off your visa bill for the next 30 years would it not have better off just been a tax at least taxes don't have interest rates Let's put it that way. What about having some sort of a hybrid system where everybody gets coverage? I mean, this is something that was approached by something like Obamacare, right? Everybody gets coverage, but what's that? You're describing you're you're describing the system we live in in Canada. We have a hybrid system. Okay, most people aren't aware of that. Isn't it better just to have a system like in the UK? Although it's not great at the moment because it's not funded properly, but where Everyone can just go to the hospital, whatever no, no. the problem is, and they get treated so, fully to the best of their ability. So, Jin, don't get me wrong. That that happens here as well, but very specialized. So, so in Canada, um, if I went to the hospital with, I don't know, I smoke, so lung cancer, I'd get sorted. My prescriptions would be covered kind of, not really. If I wanted to stay in a private room, I would have to pay more for that. If I took the wee-woo wagon to the hospital instead of an Uber, I would have to pay for that. But um, my uh, my care would be covered unless I volunteered for like a, an experimental procedure that could only be done in a specialist place in the U.S., for example. You understand what I mean? As soon as we leave the country uh, for care... Um, okay, if I break my arm, my medical bills will be very minimal at the end of the day. Whiskey, you're 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 nodding your head no, and I, I can see it on the Cam Damra. 
I just find it weird when you say your medical bills will be minimal because for, for us, it's like you didn't pay anything. Ever. No, you just go to a hospital, they fix it, you come home. And you pay zero dollars ever. Yeah, like last year, I dislocated my shoulder. I had to go to accident and emergency. They gave me drugs, put my shoulder back in. I'm now been like a year down the line on physio, paid nothing. So I had knee surgery, but I'm on private insurance. So I, you know what? Whiskey or rocks are probably better positioned to, to speak to this because they have um, families and stuff that can that can understand the depth of how our medical system works. So you're both right. You have a hybrid system. You 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 have the option for paying for things. We have the option for paying for things. It, they're just they're a solution to a problem that. You can have multiple solutions to the same problem. And really, it's starting to get into the idiosyncrasies of how they implemented it. Um, so we can, if you want to, if, if Prince Charles wanted a, uh, a private room for his coronavirus, um, <laughs> like he could pay for that. Um, if we wanted a semi-private room or a private room, uh, we could try and pay for that, providing the hospital had capacity. Uh, we don't have capacity, so you could be paying for nothing. Um, we can, you can get a- additional insurance to help you pay for those types of things. Really, it, it's a long conversation about small idiosyncrasies. I don't know if you're interested, but essentially our system's the same as what I was trying to get at. Uh, okay, there's a lot shorter ways of saying it. <laughs> like that one? <laughs> essentially, our system's the same? Yeah. We have universal health care like every other developed nation on Earth except for the Americans. Okay. <laughs> and if you want like, a, your own fancy room and a special breakfast, you pay more? Yes. Okay. Or if you want to take the wee-woo wagon or the air ambulance, you pay, you pay more. Or Uber yeah, Eats now. It's pretty good. Yeah, we yeah. don't pay for that, so... Well, your wee-woo wagons are cheaper than ours. You do pay for an ambulance here. Unless it's an emergency. So, that, that, again, we're getting into idiosyncrasies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> La 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 la